my gifts from God. <laughs> I love you so much. It's Elsie Blass, your life and love coach and health psychologist. Today's episode is about fear, not deserving your time. And I'm also driving, by the way, because I have some juicy stuff in my head and I need to get it out. And if I don't get it out, we're going to lose it, right? When it's given to you, you must give it away or it will be lost forever. No. Um, and I'm sorry for any background noise. I know this is not the studio. I know this is not maybe my bedroom or my car when I'm parked, right? Those sounds sound amazing on the radio. But I want to offer you this concept of a, having a relationship with fear. Because fear is prevalent right now. Fear is evident right now. <laughs> and fear is trying to whip my ass. How about you? How's fear working with you? <laughs> right? I mean, the, these are corona times, right? Corona times. All right, I call it corona times. And I joke about it, even though it's real serious. But that's one of my coping skills <laughs> that I have for myself. I make jokes sometimes and, um, or I, I just, I just think things are funny. There, there's no underlining tone to it. There's no, Oh, she must be scared. You know, sometimes it's just that I think it's hilarious uh, or I think it's funny for some reason. So with that being said, we're going to jump into how fear is not deserving of you. And I was on IG for like a second. Let me go in here real quick. And Chris, okay, go to at C-H-R-I-S-C-I-R-A-K. Rewind that if you need to. Uh, Chris is so, he posts some really good stuff sometimes. Like, I, well, not sometimes. <laughs> he, only sometimes. Not all the time. Just sometimes. No. <laughs> Yikes. We're not going to edit that out because we don't have time for that. Uh, Chris, I love you. He's amazing. He definitely inspires me. And he also is an inspiration for this particular episode of the podcast. So his latest post is fear doesn't deserve you. And I thought to myself, cause I love my time and I respect my time so much. It's of the highest regard I've had. Uh, I grew up with people wasting my time. Um, and, uh, and then I, I also placed myself in relationships that wasted my time. And I, that became a new pet peeve, right? So I'm like, nah, I don't waste my time with this. Um, and, and just, just to offer you some insight concerning myself, uh, I've received one Instagram DM and you know, the way the girl started out, she, I didn't know that she was promoting her business. She came off more warm, maybe to connect, maybe to, you know, build some kind of, I don't know, maybe because at the time I was also open to friendship or open to having colleagues online and just be like, Hey, that's cool. Like, I like what you do. You like what I do. Like, you know, I don't know. Let's chit chat, you know, we'll have an online meeting. And because I, I, that's the way I live my life, <laughs> you know, that's the way I live my life. And so I thought it was just one of those. And then she starts to try to dig into my finances in the first conversation or second conversation. Um, the second bubble was getting into my finances and, you know, where do I have my stocks and how much money I have in stocks? And I'm like, what the, f like, ho first of all, 
I don't know you. Second of all, I don't share my finances with strangers. <laughs> what the fuck would I be thinking? Like, I have, I am very private. That's one thing about me. But not only that, I feel like, I don't feel like it's in your best interest to share your finances with strangers. Like, so I'm supposed to tell you how much I have in stock right now? <laughs> nah, nah, that's what I'm not doing, right? That's what I'm not doing. And... And then I look at the fact that we have, this is, these are Corona times. What? I'm not trying to invest anything into anything. Where I have my money right now is where it needs to be. Uh, of course, there's been some loss and there's been gain in other aspects, but these are not those type of times. So I get that that's her business and I, I respect the hustle. Um, but I think what bothered me the most was asking personal stuff about my finances like and then uh, you know first starting off as more of a friendship you know warming up building trust I get that too I get that too but maybe because I'm a psychologist I don't like it don't don't cut that I feel like that's um you're missing you're you're causing a misinterpretation of I guess uh of what you're trying to offer you know it's a it's a you're coming in in one regard but you're really bringing a whole nother system like that's kind of rude <laughs> you know what I mean I don't know I don't know and that's just guess what that's my personal perception doesn't make it right it just makes it mine and I'm owning it right I I don't feel bad about feeling or thinking this way and all this lady's dancing in the street with her dog that is so awesome corona times that's what we need to be doing dancing in the street with our dogs ah we gotta live this way more well not with corona times but i'm just saying with enjoying your times right back on respecting time so we're gonna fast forward to that whole little side note tidbit i i guess i offered somebody some kind of information there i hope you enjoyed it i hope it brought you to be more clear maybe uh with your relationship with yourself and with others. All right, let's dive into um, the whole point of this. And that is deserving, fear of being deserving of you. So Chris's post, back to that, let me rewind this bad boy. Okay, fear doesn't deserve you. Right, is that what it said? Oh, now that I went back in, it moved. I just want to get it right because I don't want to get it wrong. I don't like getting things wrong. Okay. Fear doesn't deserve you. So this is an inspiration podcast based off of that concept of how fear doesn't deserve you and having a relationship with fear and what that looks like. So we're going to dive into that. Now for me, I thought to myself when I read that, you know, fear doesn't deserve my time or does it? Well, let's find out. So then I sat there with myself and I'm like, well, let's find out. Shit. Fear, do you deserve my time? Because my time is of the highest regard and I honor it so much. You can't understand how much I honor myself unless you understand how I honor my time. So I talked to fear and I was like, fear, what do you have to say for yourself? Why are you showing up? And excuse the car. Uh, there's a truck on the side here I'm just gonna shift over all right so fear do you deserve my time and you know what fear said why do you have to take me so seriously 
I'm just fucking with you. That's all I'm trying to do. I'm just fucking with you. You don't have to take me so serious. And then I was like, oh shit, for real? <laughs> yo, you crazy. <laughs> you crazy, yo. So then my relationship with fear became more playful. You know, fear was just joking around, goofing around. Now, of course, fear shows up sometimes to protect me. Fear is a protector. Fear is a, a protector mechanism, right? That we apply because uh, it's, it's sending off the alarm. So for a lot of us, fear has set off an alarm and it's like, it's an annoying noise, right? And it brings discomfort to the whole body from the top of the head to the soles of the feet. If you feel fear, you will know that it exists because it has shown up for you and you have felt it throughout your being. With that being said, when it sets off the alarm, it's setting off maybe more recent alarms such as... Um, we may run out of resources, we may run out of food, we may run out of um, an opportunity to connect physically, we may run out of toilet paper, we may run out of, you know, I mean, you can list what you'll run out of. And for us women, you know, we're going to run out of eyeliner, we're going to run out of makeup, <laughs> right? We're going to run out of pads or tampons for those of you that use it. Um we're going to run out for men. What, you know, what, what are they feel fearful of? Will they run out of their money? Will they be able to take care of their family? You know, women feel like that too these days, right? I know I felt that like, I need to, I need to provide for my family. I need to provide for my kids. I need to make sure I don't run out of food. I need to make sure I don't run out of clothing. Um, we need to have needle and thread just in case we need to sew that shit together. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Put it on. Um, I think being raised by a, a father who was in the military and um, who grew up in Brooklyn really did form the type of person that could thrive in these times, right? Like, thank you so much for your hard work and dedication <laughs> to building up this strong ass being, right? And if you grew up in especially a tough environment or an environment where it could be urban life, it could be just a, 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 a mother or a father who was more strong and maybe on the colder side or very uh, structured or just strong in character, right? If you grew up in a hostile environment, <laughs> right? Yo, this is not the time to lose yourself. You are a fighter and a strong person, right? You have resilience and character that can thrive in a hostile environment. And for those of you who weren't raised in a hostile environment, this is the opportunity that you get to offer yourself a different version of yourself and, and what I'm saying here is become a different version of yourself also. Learn new skills. Learn how to make a fire. And I'm not trying to give you guys fear. I'm trying to give you preparation of what, uh, of thriving in a hostile environment. If you want to thrive in this day and age, you've got to have a relationship with fear that is healthy that is deserving of your attention, that is deserving of your communication, that is deserving of your movement. 
So think about those higher things. Think about that higher way. Think about having a relationship with fear and what that looks like. I want you to take some time and you can put this audio on a pause or we can just close it out. But I want you to think about your relationship with fear. I want you to ask fear a question. All right. Ask fear the question that I asked. Ask fear a question that you want to ask. Like, why are you here? What's your purpose in my life? What can you offer me? How is it that you usually hinder me? What are the steps that you take? You got to get the motherfucking blueprint to what fear is offering you. Fear has a blueprint for you, and it could be similar to those of us across the board because fear will show up for all of us for similar reasons, of course. But you have to understand why fear shows up in your life. What is fear offering you? And when you have those answers, my love, the first thing you need to be doing is contacting me. All right. I want you to send me a message. You can send it through the DM. You can send it uh, to sl at smartlovemoves.com. And I just arrived at my destination. So this podcast episode is about to get a lot clearer. I'm just going to turn off my car so that additional sound doesn't hinder us. All right. So here we are. So with that being said, having a relationship with fear, asking the questions that need to be asked, write them down. You can send them to me, send them to your therapist, send them to your counselor, your, um, you know, whoever it is that you deem worthy of knowing this information, who can take you higher or who can give you insight, or maybe even just to hear you out, right? Sometimes we don't need for someone to say something, but we just need to offer them our truth. So now this week, we're going to be talking about different topics. There's going to be a lot of podcast episodes being posted. Um, I know this is the season to feed you. I understand. I took some time for myself this past weekend to recheck in with my relationship with fear because I've done it in the past and just really get clear. I took a nosedive emotionally, mentally. Physically, I felt somewhat ill at times. Fear took over. I offered fear an opportunity to come into my body and resonate with me. And also struggled with the vibration of fear in my body. And the reason why I allowed that was for two reasons. One, because I think I was testing myself. There's there's multiple reasons here. I was testing myself. I really wanted to see what fear felt fear felt like in my body because I haven't felt it in a while and just get familiar with it once again just because one it keeps me humble, two it keeps me at being a, a being better at what I do for you and offering you a new version of truth in that current state of being that you might be in because I'm in the same realm as you and I can vibrate fear that uh, is similar to what you may be experiencing. Now, fear did offer me to go deeper, but I knew that if I went deeper, 
uh, past the point in which I was already in, it was going to turn into depression. Um, so that was, that was tough. I literally was at the cusp of, it was like this, if you can draw an invisible line or, uh, let's say a white line, uh, I was literally standing on the line of fear and depression. And I was like, oh shit, we're tipping. <laughs> we are fucking tipping. What do we do about this? And I had the internal alarm saying, don't go in, don't go in, don't go into depression because you're not going to be of use to anyone past this point. It's okay to test the waters. It's okay to test yourself. It's okay to test your threshold and your limit, especially as a leader. You know, um, I feel like it's, it's a benefit, but you have to know when it's going to be of service and when it's not. And if you're a parent, this is a great skill to have also because you can exercise empathy to, toward your children. They are children. They are not resilient to certain things that you might be resilient to. And the next episode of the podcast is definitely going to be about taking care of your children's mental health and emotional well-being during this time, during this season. So right now it's about six in the morning. And so you can probably tell in my voice that it's very, very early and I've got to get my voice warmed up. So I'm going to take some time to re-up on some energy and, um, and then we'll come back on the podcast and give you another episode for this season in your life. I love you guys so much. I hope that this episode uh, of fear has been of service to you. I love you so much. Be kind to yourselves and to each other. Take your time. You know, we weren't, we didn't plan for this, but we are beings that can thrive in this environment. So begin your healthy relationship with fear. I gave you the first steps of building that relationship and having a relationship in the first place. And then I want you to offer me your truth so that we can either go over it together, dissect it together, or you can bring it to your therapist or coach and receive the help that um, that you so rightly deserve. Take care of yourselves. I love you guys so much. I'm Elsie Blast, your life and love coach and health psychologist, and I will talk to you in the next episode.